Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to this episode of The Dictionary. It's the next one. It's not the previous one. I guess it's not the next one. It's actually this one. We're not in the past or the future. We're in the present. First word for this episode is analog. So you may think that we read this already, and we sort of did, but not really. Uh, We read analog with uh, A-N-A-L-O-G. This is A-N-A-L-O-G-U-E which we talked about a little bit in the previous episode. Uh, But for this one, it could also be spelled without the U-E. This is the first form of two. This is a noun from 1826. One, something that is analogous or similar to something else. Two, an organ or part similar in function to an organ or part of another animal or plant, but different in structure and origin. Three, usually without the U-E, a chemical compound that is structurally similar to another but differs slightly in composition, as in the replacement of one atom by an atom of a different element or in the presence of a particular functional group. 4. A food product made by combining a less expensive food, as soybeans or whitefish, with additives to give the appearance and taste of a more expensive food as beef or crab. All right, now we have the second form of analog. It is a chiefly British variation of the word analog without the U-E. Now we have analogy. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, inference that if two or more things agree with one another in some respects, they will probably agree in others. 2A. Resemblance in some particulars between things otherwise unlike. Synonym is similarity. To be comparison based on such a resemblance. 3. Correspondence between the members of pairs or sets of linguistic forms that serves as a basis for the creation of another form. 4. Correspondence in function between anatomical parts of different structure and origin compared to the word homology. And uh, there is a synonym for all four definitions. It's the word likeness. I think that was pretty confusing, so it might have been pretty confusing to you. Uh, But also, there are some words in the previous episode that might be more understood if you knew this word, analogy. So, uh, for instance, I remember seeing, uh, maybe it was analogous, That brings up the word analogy a lot, so that might have been confusing. So maybe go back and listen to that one again. Maybe it'll help. Now we have a word that I thought was a different word, but it is the word analphabet. So it is the word alphabet with A-N tacked on to the beginning. I don't think I've ever seen this before. This is a noun from 1881. A person who cannot read. Synonym is illiterate. Analphabetic is an adjective or a noun, and analphabetism is also a noun. This is from the Greek analphabetos, which means not knowing the alphabet. And, of course, that is from an plus alphabetos, which means alphabet. My grandma, uh, when she was maybe in her 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that, uh, she actually tutored adults who couldn't read. I'm really curious to know if she's familiar with this word, analphabet. Now we have anal retentive. This is uh, two words that are hyphenated. This is an adjective from 1953. 
exhibiting or typifying personality traits as frugality and obstinacy, held to be psychological consequences of toilet training. Anal retentive is a noun. Anal retentiveness is also a noun. I would love to hear what they have to say about that in regards to toilet training. Uh, in my mind, the word anal retentive has never really connected with anything regarding the toilet. I never really thought about it, but they that's what they think. That's what psychologists think. So maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know. Now we have analysand, A-N-A-L-Y-S-A-N-D. This is a noun from 1917, a person who is undergoing psychoanalysis. This is from combining the words analyze and the word and. It's actually a suffix and, as in the word multiplicand. I don't know what that is, uh, but we'll probably get to it in a little bit, uh, what that suffix means exactly. But this is analysand. Now we have analyze. It is spelled with an S, so it is the British variation of analyze with a Z. Now we have analysis. This is a noun from 1581. One, separation of a whole into its component parts. 2A, the identification or separation of ingredients to a substance. 2B, a statement of the constituents of a mixture. 3A, proof of a mathematical proposition by assuming the result and deducing a valid statement by a series of reversible steps. 3b1, a branch of mathematics concerned mainly with limits, continuity, and infinite series. 3b2, we have the synonym uh, calculus 1b. I wouldn't really call it a synonym in this case. It's just the 1b definition for calculus. 4a, an examination of a complex, its elements, and their relations. 4b, a statement of such an analysis. 5a, a method in philosophy of resolving complex expressions into simpler or more basic ones. 5b, clarification of an expression by an elucidation of its use in discourse. 6. The use of function words instead of inflectional forms as a characteristic device of a language. 7. This is the last one. We have the synonym psychoanalysis. Now we have analysis of variance. This is from 1918. Analysis of variation in an experimental outcome and especially of a statistical variance in order to determine the contributions of given factors or variables to the variance. And by the way, if you heard my uh, little informational thing on a few episodes ago about how I think this is good for kids, I still think that's true, but we do sometimes get words and definitions like analysis and analysis of variance, and uh, they probably go over many adults' heads, let alone kids' heads. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not useful. Now we have analysis situs. Two separate words. The second word is S-I-T-U-S. Could also be analysis situs or situs. There's a few variations. Anyway, this is a noun from uh, circa 1909. We have, uh, it just says topology 2A1. So the 2A1 definition of topology. 
The uh, etymology says this is from New Latin. It literally means analysis of situation. We will do one more for this episode. It is the word analyst, A-N-A-L-Y-S-T. This is a noun from uh, 1656. One, a person who analyzes or who is skilled in analysis. Two, we have the synonym psychoanalyst. That will end this episode, but I need to pick a word, don't I? I'll get used to this eventually. I, I have to pick the word analphabet. That one threw me for a loop because I thought it was the word alphabet, but it's not. And it's just a person who can't read. So that will be it. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.